comes to mind when you think of connecting with other people. At least before the pandemic, a lot of folks would probably think of connecting with people at a bar over food and drinks. And that's exactly where Ashley met Jesse, her partner, not only in the business that they started together, but in life, when they met while traveling separately at a bar. I'm Betty, the founder of Upright, and you are listening to the Upright podcast, where we interview thought leaders and innovators like Ashley, who are making a positive impact in health, sustainability, and inclusion. Upright's vision is a world where health and sustainability are accessible to everyone. And to get there, we're launching a high-protein instant oat milk that's as nutritious as dairy milk, but without the cow as well as this podcast series where we can highlight the amazing things that other founders and brands are doing to make the world more inclusive, healthier, and more sustainable. In this conversation, I talk to Ashley, the co-founder of Views, which is most known for their beautiful wood balcony bar that hangs off of a standard balcony railing. Their mission is to inspire connections in real life, the way a bar did to connect her and Jesse when they first met. We talked about how she and Jesse came up with the idea, the many steps that she took to bring their vision to life, and some of the challenges she's hit along the way, starting a business basically during COVID. We also talked about how sustainability played a role in the materials that they used, and heard about the importance of staying naive, as well as some other great advice. So without further ado, here's our conversation. All right, hey Ashley, thanks so much for joining me here today. Yeah, I know. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. No, my pleasure. Um, I would love if we could start with you sharing your story. You know, I'd love to hear what inspired you to create your balcony bars. Yeah, I mean, so our story is a culmination of a few things. Um, so a bit of background, Jesse, who is also the co-founder of Views Balcony, he is also my life partner. So um, we actually met six years ago in Nicaragua traveling abroad. Um, both of us were from Vancouver and yeah, we met traveling and ended up having the basis of a relationship set at a bar. So you have to realize that our entire relationship was kind of around bars and the love for it. Um, we had a really great connection. And then fast forward six months, both of us moved to Toronto to pursue our careers um, and moved into a, a really small, typical downtown apartment that was 600 square foot, had a beautiful balcony um, and a beautiful view, but we didn't really have a good way to outfit it that fit our personalities, the way that we wanted to host and entertain. Um, and, and that was really specific to small outdoor spaces. Um, and then on top of that, since Jesse and I you know, met at a bar and, and had a really great converse, uh, connection there, We were always looking for different ways to be able to bring that same experience to our homes. Um, It's a bit unconventional, but we think that being at a bar is is one of the most intimate and most present ways, uh, the most, uh, like a really good way to be present. Uh, Again, super unconventional, but if you think about it, you're sitting at a bar, um, you're sitting beside someone, it's a really intimate conversation. You're sharing great food, great drinks, and you're being really present and observant of everything around you. So it was kind of that culmination of, you know, us being again in that small apartment, wanting to extend our our home outdoors um, in a a really functional and beautiful way. And then on the flip side, also wanting to have that really great connection and um, present experience in our homes that 
really started to um, give birth to the idea of the balcony bar. I love that story so much. Oh my gosh. There's like just so much, it, it's so meaningful. And I love that, you know, you started your relationship at a, at a bar and you've created <laughs> this opportunity for others to, to create, you know, other, other really meaningful connections as well through what you're doing now. So, um, oh, so good. All right. Well, you know, for anybody who hasn't, you know, isn't familiar with views and your, what your balcony bars look like, can you describe them um, and, you know, talk about what makes them so great? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the balcony bar is named the balcony bar because it, we want it to, to be really easy to kind of envision. It, it sounds exactly or it looks exactly almost like what it sounds like. It Imagine a beautiful wood bar top um, that fits virtually to any shape size railing on, um, on different balconies or outdoor spaces. Um, so it, it turns your balcony or your outdoor space into a bar within, within moments where you can have um, your morning coffee, you can have happy hour, you can have date nights. Um, it just really provides that intimate location and atmosphere for you to, to connect on. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really straightforward product. Again, like a, a beautiful wooden bar top um, that ends up being the centerpiece of your outdoor space. Amazing. And yeah, I mean, it, it sounds so straightforward, but it, it's so innovative. You know, I don't, I don't think I'd ever seen anything like it before. I saw, I saw views come out. So uh, no, kudos to that for, for that innovation. And so, you know, on that note, I'm curious, how did you end up with the name views for the brand? I think I have a sense since that, um, you know, you were in Toronto where I used to live as well, but yeah, I'd love if you could talk about the, the origin story for the name. Yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to Jesse for coming up with that name. I can't take credit for that, but um, you know what, I actually, I was thinking about this and I don't know the exact moment where we came up with views, but I imagine us actually sitting at one of our, um, our nights out on a balcony bar when it was first a prototype and us just overlooking Lake Ontario and our view. And I bet you that's how the name came out. Um, and the other part too, is, as you know, if you live in Toronto, you are a Drake fan, whether you like it or not. Uh, he dominates a playlist wherever you go. Um, and so subliminally, I think Drake definitely had some uh, influence on our name. Very cool. It'd be so fun if you could do like a, a collaboration with him or something. In the <laughs> That's future. the goal. Yeah. <laughs> oh Absolutely. my gosh. Hashtag goals. Well, okay. So, you know, once you came up with um, the, the concept for it, I, I would love to hear more about how did you get started? Like, what were the first brands you took to, to bringing this vision to life? Like, how did you start creating the prototypes or was that even the first step? Yeah, I mean, there's so many first steps to starting a business. I think the first one is actually just being decisive in starting a business. Um, Jesse and I have many, many ideas, uh, a lot of them before we never really executed on, but this one um, we saw potential and yeah, just making that first step to actually move forward and, and put your effort and, and gain that momentum is, is, is really the, the first and foremost step. Um, and then secondly is, is product validation. Um, well, one, like figuring out what your product is, or in our case, the balcony bar and figuring out how to produce it. So I was lucky enough where I was working at a company that had um, connections to a metal manufacturer. So I had, um, was able to have conversations on how to build, you know, a balcony bar or, or a prototype at least to start with. Um, so that that helped us with creating the product, um, but then product validation, just even understanding if people are willing to pay with their hard-earned money for your product um, is probably the most important thing. Um, 
yeah, and, and that involved, you know, tons of surveys of everyone that we knew. Um, but a really fun story is while we were getting our first prototype, we actually signed up for um, a market downtown in Toronto. And so that meant we were going to be talking to thousands of people uh, about our product uh, without even having, even having a product. Uh, and that ended up being the best market research for us. Like we had, we ended up having the prototype the day before the market started. Um, we were working till like midnight to get the displays up. Uh, but then we just talked to so many people and um, just the fact that they were willing to put their money again uh, and put it forward to, to buy a product that they've never seen or heard of uh, really helped with that product validation. Very cool. I, I imagine it must have been, you know, super nerve wracking to, to go out in front of so many people for the first time with, uh, you know, your, your first prototype, but that's awesome to hear how, how much value you got out of those conversations. Um, and so I, mean, I feel like you've had so much success now in building this company, but I'm sure there's also lots of challenges. I'm curious, you know, what do you think was the, the biggest challenge that you've had along your journey so far? Yeah, I think a lot of companies are feeling it right now. Um, supply chain is an absolute mess. We, at the beginning, we were producing and manufacturing our bars locally. So um, in Toronto, in Canada, but it was really hard for us to find a consistent um, supplier for our wood. Uh, labor is really expensive as well as the quality is, is not, wasn't, where we wanted it to be um, within Canada. So we ended up outsourcing to Vietnam, I would say about two years ago. Uh, and that was right before the whole supply chain crisis hit. Uh, it, it's, been, it's been hard. We've seen prices skyrocket for our shipping containers, you know, cutting into our margins. We've seen and experienced um, massive shipping delays that uh, were unprecedented in times before we had moved to Vietnam for our, um, for supply. Um, so I would say that, yeah, that definitely has been the biggest challenge, but I think, I think as a business that started, you know, almost in conjunction with COVID, we're hoping, you know, we've been through some really tough times and been weathering it out and, um, and staying strong and, and figuring out, you know, how to adapt to these different challenges that hopefully this is just, you know, proof that in the future, we we're ready for, for anything that comes our way. No, absolutely. I mean, the fact that you were able to launch this during like the probably the most challenging time to start like a physical goods business, I think it's just yeah. like testament to how much further you can grow once, you know, things get easier and restrictions lifted and people can actually meet, meet in person again more, more comfortably. Yes, no, absolutely. Oh, amazing. Um, well, you touched on it a little bit, but I'd love to hear a bit more about the, the materials that you use as well. Um, for our listeners, environmental sustainability is a really important topic to them. And I know that you use uh, acacia wood, and I might say this wrong, but Rubio Monocoat oil. Uh, yeah, Rubio Monocoat. Nice. Okay. And, you know, I did, a, I did a tiny bit of research and found out how they were, you know, better for the environment than alternative woods and, and wood protectors. But yeah, I would love to hear you talk a bit about, you know, how you, you choose, chose to use these materials and some of their benefits. Yeah, I mean, acacia was an easy choice for us. We had a few qualifiers um, for our wood. One, obviously it had to be beautiful. We're selling a piece of furniture that you're gonna be looking at every day and having people over. Um, so Keisha has a really beautiful grain uh, and color naturally. 
Um, two, to the sustainable part, um, acacia is one of the fastest growing wood species in the world. It's very abundant. Um, so naturally it is a renewable resource, which we loved. Um, and then two or three, sorry, um, durability. Again, we're outdoor furniture company. Acacia is naturally weather uh, resistant uh, as well as super durable. So those three qualifiers, you know, fed to our decision um, in Acacia. Uh, and then the oil, so you mentioned Rubio Monocoat. Yeah, it's, a, it's the brand that we use um, and they use a state-of-art technology. Um, they call it molecular bonding technology, which is fancy terms for it's more durable and higher quality. Uh, and it's all based on natural ingredients too as well. So it's, it's super safe to use as well as super safe for the environment. Amazing. Well, that's so good to hear that, you know, you're, you're able to create this product that is doing good for the world, I think, in, in helping foster connection, but also doing it in a way that, that's really sustainable for the environment, too. Um, so I'm curious then, you know, moving on, what, what's your vision for views? Like, what's, what's next for the brand? Yeah, we want to be the number one outdoor furniture and accessories company um, in the world. That would be our long-term vision, I think. Uh, we want urban dwellers when they're thinking about upgrading their outdoor space or when they're thinking about outdoor furniture to think of views and, and come to us as the one-stop shop. And, and then short-term, we've got a really exciting um, product launch this year. It's super simple, but uh, we're looking, we're currently prototyping weather protectant bags. So uh, with outdoor furniture, obviously there's different seasons involved. And uh, during the winter season, uh, it, it's always great to have that extra protection um, through this medium. And so we're right now getting the samples in and testing it and hopefully launching it uh, within the next few months. Very exciting. I mean, yeah, I'm working from home right now and what you just described around that weather production is so important. I'm like looking up to my patio and we've got this uh, patio furniture that just looks like so faded and just sitting you know, there yeah right now <laughs> we definitely uh i will be a customer of those those bags for sure i love it um <laughs> okay well you know i again i think it's so impressive to see how far you've come now with the brand and just like the range of products you offer so it's everything from um the, the original bar the, the balcony bars patio stools solar powered lights now you've, you've got these weather protecting bags um, you've obviously come a really long way, and I'd love to hear what's the best piece of advice that you've received um, as a founder that you know you would give to other founders who are earlier on in their journeys. Yeah, this is a this is a hard question. Actually, it sounds easy, but there's so many pieces of advice that um, I think have been really integral in, in us growing. I think one is just you know stay naive as much as you know you don't know. Um, and you're constantly learning and things are constantly changing. So just be ready to, again, stay naive and, and be willing to, to learn everything that you, um, as much as you can. Um, I think financially, uh, I've heard this a lot of times, but yeah, make sure that you have enough funding and enough capital to carry your growth in your brand and your business. Um, you might be making good margins, but you might not necessarily have the right amount of cash to, to fund that inventory or, or fund that growth. So just make sure you're planning ahead because it takes a long time to you know, apply and, and get financing. Um, and then three, emotionally, I think as an entrepreneur, um, there's a lot of roller coaster rides as you are well aware of. Uh, some days you're on top of the world and some days you're 
you know, wondering what the heck you're doing. <laughs> so emotionally, how I try to prepare myself is, you know, through meditation. I know this is kind of fluffy, but it really helps, you know, through those different states of emotion to, to kind of have a stable objective view and approach to, to your days. So, so helpful. No, I, I really appreciate you sharing that. I think that was such a nice note to end on. Um, okay, well, you know, last question then for our readers or our listeners who are interested, uh, where can they go find you to learn more about your brand and products? Yeah, we made it really easy. Check us out on Instagram at Views Balcony Bar um, and then on our website, www.viewsbalconybar.com. Super easy. Come check us out. We'd love to have you guys um, on our journey. Amazing. Well, I'm super looking forward to, to following along on your journey and all the success that's to come. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me.